What's up, friends? It's Haley, aka Bird, and you are tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's give them the bird. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Give Them the Bird. My name is Haley, aka Bird. I'm a certified intuitive eating counselor and weight neutral health and fitness coach, and I'm also your host. If you are joining in from YouTube, you'll see that I have a different background behind me. You might be able to see my little doggy here on the couch, Lola girl. Um, I'm recording this in my kitchen instead of my office area where I normally am because I freaking want to. <laughs> But that being said, it might be a little bit more echoey than normal, so I apologize. I'll try to fix that. I am bringing you a personal solo episode today about a recent, very recent, like a few hours ago, experience I had cleaning out my closet. By the time you listen to this episode, it will have been a couple weeks ago, but I posted some initial thoughts and feelings on my Instagram story. And then I had some time to do some continued processing. And I was like, I think I'm going to record a podcast episode about this. I'm so grateful to have the podcast. I recently was talking to my therapist about it and just sharing how, yes, the reason I started the podcast was obviously to support other people who are trying to improve their relationship with food and movement in their bodies. But it is extremely cathartic for me. And I'm, I'm just really grateful that I have this way of processing things. So thanks for supporting me getting through shit. <laughs> I love ya. Um, but anywho, it dawned on me, like, I think I'm gonna talk about this on an episode because I'm just having a lot, I'm having a lot come in. I'm, I'm processing a lot. So a few hours ago, I did a closet clean out and I clean out my closet fairly regularly. I have a very minimal wardrobe. I don't wear a lot of colors. I don't wear patterns. Um, I say that I don't really have a good sense of style. When I met with Erin from Style Worthy, I realized I probably shouldn't say that. But anywho, you know, I still do. <laughs> so I wear very basic, simple things, only a few colors. And I also love the feeling of getting rid of stuff. And um, I sell my clothes to like a secondhand place. So I also love making money. <laughs> um, if you know me personally at all, you know that I sell a bunch of shit on Facebook Marketplace. And I don't know why it just feels so good to sell something of yours that is still in decent condition rather than just throw it away, you know, and clothes are still the same way. So this closet cleanout was focused mostly on jeans and shorts because um, next week it will have been, I guess it'll be in the past when you're listening to this, but I have my bachelorette party coming up and we're going to Austin, Texas. My bridesmaids and I are. And so I was just kind of starting the packing process, like figuring out what outfits I wanted, making sure that things were clean because we um, leave in less than a week. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go through my jeans. I recently bought a bunch of those cool girl jeans, the cool kid jeans, the ones from, um, or the ones that are like the wider leg, like the quote unquote mom jeans or dad jeans. I bought some from Target and it's so funny because I swore I would never freaking wear those. 
mostly because I was like, those are heinous. Secondly, because I was like, those make my already, what I believe to be larger legs look even larger and even more unproportional to the rest of my body. So I like vowed I would never wear them. Finally, I was like, fuck it. I don't feel comfortable in any of the skinny jeans that I have. because That's all I had were skinny jeans. I'm going to give this a try. And I tried them out at Target and I was like, oh my God, they're high-waisted. Like I don't have to be thinking about the way my body looks all the time when I'm wearing them, what's being squeezed out over the edge. Um, I can squat in them. I can twerk in them. And let me tell you, that is very important to me. I actually put my wedding dress through the twerk test and um, passed with flying colors. One of the many reasons that I fell in love with the dress that I found, which was also very affordable, I have to say. So anywho, I recently bought like three or four new pairs from Target, um, which if you're looking for denim, like Target has decent stuff for a very affordable price. Like I think I bought these for probably like $25 each, which um, brings up a good point. The fact that there's a lot of privilege involved in being able to clean out your closet financially, right? Like not many people can just go through their closet, toss or sell what doesn't fit them, and then or donate what that doesn't fit them, and then go out and buy new stuff, right? So I'm definitely privileged in that regard. Um, I could get rid of my entire wardrobe. Like if my house burned down in a fire, oh my God, I just knocked on cardboard, but they're knocking on wood. Um, I would be able to, you know, go to Target, go somewhere and purchase something and still be financially okay. So I have that privilege. I also have thin privilege. I live in a body that is able to find their size very easily in the store. And again, for a lot of people, um, it's just not comfortable to go out and purchase clothes. And um, it's even more comfortable when they live in a body size that not every store is inclusive towards. So just have to point that out. So I started going through my jeans and there are these four pairs of skinny jeans that I have had for years. I think I probably purchased them like my senior year of college or maybe my first year out of college. So like 2015, 2016, I've had them for up like seven years now and they're in perfect condition because I barely wear them. One, because I barely wear jeans, <laughs> but also two, because I used to be the kind of gal um, and still sometimes struggle with this, but I would buy a size that was almost too small for me that way I would be motivated to lose weight so I could fit into this thing, right? Um, very common experience for folks. So basically, the moment I got these pants, these jeans, they were already too freaking small for me. And I tried them on. So uncomfortable. Like, I'm not even just talking about uncomfortable where you would think about, like, in the waist, right? Like, ugh, that shit's just so uncomfortable when they're not high-waisted and, like, regardless of your body size, they're so tight on you that like skin and organs <laughs> and fat and everything is just hanging out over the top. Not comfortable at all. But even just like the tightness down my upper thigh, into my knee, into my calf, I was like, why the fuck did I ever buy these, you know? So none of them fit. They were so tight and uncomfortable that I was like, there's no chance. There's no chance that I'm going to be able to fit in these. 
you know, sometimes you put on a pair of pants and you're like, well, maybe depending upon the day, like if you're somebody who menstruates, maybe you're like, well, I'm on my period right now. So maybe if I'm not bloated, I'll be able to fit into them. Right. And I think that's reasonable. It's totally okay to not necessarily throw out a fine pair of pants. If you like them, you put money in them. If they're like a wee bit tight, you know, like our weight and our body size fluctuates day to day. These were not those pants. <laughs> These were very much, it was very clear that I had outgrown them. Um, and I had probably outgrown them basically when I purchased them. Like when I bought them, they were at that getting real close to not fitting stage. And my body has changed so much since then. So I was like, there's there's no chance of me being able to keep these. Um, and, you know, going into this closet clean out, I did not expect to feel anything. I mean, not that sound, not like feel numb, but not to have any overwhelming feelings just because I do this so regularly. And if anything, I love cleaning out my closet and I love organizing and minimizing things. So I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like Tyler's gone on his bachelor party. I got the house to myself with my dogs. My windows are cracked open. It's springtime. You know, I'm going to feel free. I'm going to feel happy. I'm going to feel organized. Putting those pants on, coming to this realization that there's no chance my body, I can't make these work, felt like fucking shit. Kind of excuse my language. That's that's a lot of negative swear words back to back. But it felt terrible. Um, I immediately was taken back to one time when I wore a pair of the, the they were the black pair. Um, they're like these distressed black skinny jeans. I wore them to an Eric Church concert with my sisters and um, some other people. And I specifically remember, like if I pull up the picture on Facebook right now, I can see that I'm trying to make my body smaller in that picture. I just don't look natural. Maybe nobody else would notice it, but I do. And if I think back to taking that picture, I specifically remember like sucking in, trying to stand in a way that makes my body look smaller. And my body was so much freaking smaller than it is right now. And I just had this moment of realizing like, if I don't fix what's going on up here, pointing to my brain, if I don't heal that relationship with my body and with, you know, food and movement, it doesn't fucking matter what my body size is. I'm not going to be comfortable or content or happy or satisfied. Like, and how true is that? We see people who are so thin, right? And so thin can, is relative to the person. When I say so thin, I don't want this to be taken as like the stereotypical um you know, person with an eating disorder because eating disorders come in all shapes and sizes, but thinner or smaller for, you know, you as a person or whoever it might be. But it doesn't matter what our body size is. If we are at war with our body, we're not going to be happy with what we look like. We're going to continually pick and pick and pick apart what our body looks like. And so that was kind of like a I've had that moment before, but standing there with those pants on, being able to see the specific picture in my mind and, you know, being able to take myself back to that moment in time, I just realized that there's no chance. There's no chance of me, one, fitting into these pants again, and there's no, there's no chance that I'm going to get better if I don't let go of these pants, Because here's the thing, clothes that don't fit us, that we hold on to, 
we are not just holding on to these pants. We are holding on to this fantasy that we will someday be the body size that can fit into these pants. I want to say that again. We're not just holding on to these pants. We're holding on to this fantasy that one day we will be in a body size that can fit in these pants, right? So when we decide to break up with these pants, when we decide to let go of them, we are not just letting go of a piece of fabric. We are not. And for folks that maybe have a beautiful, loving, supported relationship with their body, this might seem far-fetched, but it is not, I promise promise you. We are letting go of so much freaking more. Like, I want you to close your eyes right now, unless you're driving, <laughs> don't close your eyes. But if you are somebody that wishes they were in a smaller body, I want you to close your eyes right now and think about all the reasons that you think you want, you should be in a smaller body. What are all the things that you're going to get when you're in that smaller body? more confidence. You're going to finally find a partner. You're not going to be worried about, you know, getting intimate with someone. Um, all of these things, you're going to get that job promotion. You're going to be able to dress yourself in a cute way. You don't have to worry about the way your body looks in public. Like it's so much more than just letting a pair of jeans go when there is so much tied to our body size, right? When you let those jeans go, you also have to let go of that fantasy or at least come to terms with the fact that this fantasy of your body someday fitting into them, you're literally telling yourself it's not going to happen. The jeans just stand as a physical reminder, but there is so much going on, going on with that. And I, and I felt it today. I felt it. And it's been a long time. You know, I don't, I think that this moment will probably stick with me. And I can't think of any other moments where I've cleaned out my closet and had this realization that have been so clear and required so much processing, which I have come off of a bit of a um, bad spell with body image. I, I'm working my way out of a pit, but maybe that has something to do with it, just I want to I want to say I was a bit I'm in a bit of a fragile state right now. <laughs> we'll just put it that way without going into detail. And so I was feeling all the feels and again I don't think that I was anticipating that. Another big realization that I had during this process was I noticed myself like trying to reason with myself. Like I kept hearing myself say, "Well, well I'm stronger now. Like I have more muscle now than I did before. So that's why I don't fit into the jeans, right? Like I was trying to give myself a reason for it to be okay that my body size was bigger and didn't fit into the clothes now. For one, I don't freaking know if I'm any stronger <laughs> than I was then. And for two, why the fuck does it matter? Like genuinely, why does it matter if my body size grew because I gained muscle or because I gained fat? It's almost like we put these contingencies on things. Like you can gain weight, you can get bigger, you can grow, your body size can get bigger if you're putting on muscle and not fat. And I just came to the realization that regardless of whether my body has grown because of muscle or because of fat, it still deserves respect. It still deserves to wear clothes that fit it. It does not deserve to be asked to shrink in order to fit into those clothes or to be uncomfortable in an attempt to still wear these clothes, right? And so I think that was a, a really big aha moment for me is that 
I am okay with my body getting bigger if it's because I'm gaining muscle. I am not okay with it getting bigger if it means that I'm gaining fat. And I think that's important because even though I am someone who is committed to, you know, challenging what it means to be healthy and fit and given the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size, I still have my own internalized fat phobia. Like, and it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's okay if that person gains weight and it's because of fat and not muscle, but it's not okay for me too. And I think that this is something I hear all the freaking time with people. We give the permission to everybody else, right? And that's why we have this idea of like, oh, I'm no longer carrying these fat phobic um, ideals around. But when we turn it on ourselves, we don't say the same thing. And that's our fat phobia talking. And it's nothing to feel bad about. Like, it's fine. It's just, it's really good that we're able to become aware of it, right? And today I had that experience. I realized that I'm okay with getting bigger if it means I'm gaining muscle. I'm not okay with getting bigger if it means that I'm gaining fat. Um, and that is deeply rooted in fat phobia. And it's something that I'm, I'm going to need to have to, you know, work through a little bit more with my therapist and um, myself, just noticing when those feelings come up. But overall, I, I just wanted to share this experience with you all because it's it's felt really profound for me. Um, it was different than what I was expecting it would feel like. Like I was not expecting to have all of these emotions and these feelings, but I felt like since I did, there are other people out there that have had similar feelings or will have similar feelings. So let's let's talk about that shit. A few takeaways for folks who might be going through a closet cleanup process anytime in the near future. I would say the first thing is to go into it with an open awareness of your emotions with no expectations. Just allow what comes up to come up, whether that's happiness and a sense of you know freedom or um, sadness and a feeling of grief, right? Just be open and welcoming and accepting to whatever you're feeling. The second one is notice what comes up for you. So not just like emotions, but what are some of the thoughts or, or things that come up as you're trying on these clothes. Again, for me, it was thinking back um, and making this realization that it doesn't matter what size I am if I don't fix and heal my relationship with my body. And also that realization that maybe it's not that I have bad style or that I hate jeans. It's just because I've never bought clothes that actually fit me properly, right? So being open and accepting and welcoming to any of those things that you notice. I think a third thing I would recommend is to plan to do something for yourself afterwards. So again, regardless of what feelings might come up, have like a, a self-care or take care of yourself activity planned afterwards. For me, I didn't think about it going into it because again, I've cleaned up my clothes, my closet how many times and I've never had this strong of a reaction or a feeling um, response from it. But I decided that I would take my dogs running outside of town on this like 400 acre plot of public land. Whenever I'm out in nature, it is so soothing to myself. It allowed me to process it enough to verbalize it right here and right now. And uh, it, it just gives me perspective when I'm able to be out in nature. And um, yeah, it's a, it, that's a re- very healing and safe space for me. So I encourage you to... Have something lined up for yourself too. It doesn't have to be anything big. It could be planning to journal about it afterwards or calling someone or if maybe you do need a distraction because the feelings that come up are particularly intense, 
um, a movie that you can watch or something like that, right? So just having something that you can take care of yourself with. And I think that's helpful anytime to have like a self-care toolkit. Some of those things that we can do when we need to either process emotions or we need to, you know, feel comforted or maybe we just need to be distracted depending upon what's coming up for us. I think my final takeaway would be a reminder that you don't have to do it all in one go round. You can start small. You don't have to go through your entire wardrobe, get rid of all the things that don't fit you for whatever reason, whether financially it doesn't make sense or whatever, but even just for the simple sake of that can feel like a lot. So I'm going to echo what Devin Vonderhaar from The Modern Minimalist mentioned in episode 40. Start small. In this case, maybe you get rid of one item that no longer fits you, or maybe you take those items out of your closet, but you keep them in a box in the basement. (laughs) Or maybe you just move those items to the back of your closet so that there's not that physical reminder every time you go to try something on. Take baby steps um, and again, use that self-care toolkit along the way to support you. The more you can make it a healing, I don't want to say necessarily positive, but like a healing process, the more you'll be able to go through it again, if that makes sense. So I know that was a bit of a ramble. I didn't really have any notes like I typically do. I just had a few bullet points from things that stood out to me, but I really want to leave you with a huge, massive sense of gratitude for each and every one of you who are either listening to this one or have listened to any episodes in the past. I know I've mentioned it already, but this podcast is so cathartic for me. It's been so helpful in my own journey with body image and food and movement. And um, I've only been able to keep doing it because I've gotten such positive feedback from people and because I feel supported. If Nobody listened to it and nobody supported it. I probably wouldn't take the time to continue doing episodes. So it's because of you, each and every one of you, that I'm able to have this outlet. And um, I really can't express enough how important that means to me. How important? That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I really can't express enough how meaningful it is for me. So maybe there's another takeaway. (laughs) Find some way to process. Find your source of processing for all of this shit because we all need it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of GTB. If you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe. You can also share this podcast on Instagram and tag me at GiveThemTheBirdPodcast. I will see you back here next week for another episode, but in the meantime, go give them the bird.